This is that works. what that other picture of Josh Dolan is of you licking the on-air light? Because that's disturbing. Oh, you, you, you don't like that? No. Oh, <sighs> I just chugged a seltzer water. I've been drinking that like it's my job. You know, some people would call you a pussy for drinking seltzer, but here I am with my green tea matcha from Starbucks acting like a basic bitch. Now, what is matcha? The funny thing about that is I have no idea. <laughs> one, She's a Starbucks fan, so I took her there and I got one too, and it's actually pretty good. It looks like pond allergy. It, it might be. And I think it's kind <laughs> of pond scum. Um, it looks like it'll help me poop. But yeah, that, not, that'll definitely work some stuff not, out. It's not too bad. Um, I, I'm, I've, I'm bummed because I was leaving there with her and this guy drove by and went, hey, Mike Shoe. And I was like, oh, fuck. Somebody saw me coming out of Starbucks with a drink. <laughs> hey, Mike, now you're coming out of Starbucks. You look like a fucking douche. If it was illegal to say stupid things into a microphone. Why must you be so stupid? These guys would be doing life without parole. Hey, everybody, we're back from prison. Why do we keep encouraging this kind of behavior? It's the Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan. You know, we could, like, go to jail for this. Along with Mike Shue and Isaiah Moskahanna Bonsa Mana Blitz Boskowitz. Whatever the hell his name is. Somebody that recognized me at the mall one time, and then they were like, hey, I've never really ran into a celebrity before. And I was like, you still haven't. I don't <laughs> Yeah, I love that. They get my shoe. Oh, big time celebrity. I'm like, where? <laughs> I'm like, have I have I been lying to these people? <laughs> you know, I'm, in, I'm in line at friggin' Rockies, you know, getting some ice melt. Oh, big time celebrity. I'm like, yeah, right. You want to carry my fucking ice melt for me? <laughs> Christ. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. What happened? You all right? Oh, yeah. There we go. So can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you just fine. You sound good. Oh, wow. Because this, I, I feel like the picture on the camera is better, but now I'm also, I'm used to looking at you here. Yeah. And then, okay. So I just got to get used to this. Pretty magical. Oh, it is. And then I like that little bonus picture. Mommy. Isaiah, were you tanning? I, I was. You look like a raccoon. What happened? How did you know that? <laughs> Hold on. I got to put this here. Oh. Yeah, I, or should, or should I, I do Isaiah this? Gets a, uh, or how about this? Ah. Oh, San Francisco. Oh, born there. I'm out. You were born there? No, I wasn't. That's a line from, I believe, Star Trek Four. Ah, you would know that. It may have been Hold four on. or three. It's the one with the whales. Ah, remember when we talked to him? Yeah, I do. Let's see what we have here. That was a good episode. Did you watch the outdoor, any of the outdoor hockey games? No, I, I didn't. I, I missed those. This guy was, this guy was one of the, one of the um, first responders that they, yeah. uh, they said hello to. It doesn't show in here. His name is Dusty Gooch. Hmm. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I looked up and it said Dusty Gooch. I'm like, yeah. okay. That's an unfortunate name. That is unfortunate. Now that's a that's a Scandinavian name, I believe, right? I am fucking. All I know is I put it on Facebook, and all my asshole friends are like, "At least it was his name wasn't Stinky." I'm like, okay. Yeah. There yeah. You well, go. you tried you try attending high school with the name Dusty Gooch. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I know a guy this? in named Ray Balls. Okay. Ray Balls. That's a that's a character building name right there, Ray. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. He's a good dude. I mean, oh he's got a great sense of humor. <laughs> I mean, you have to, or, or you become a boxer. Yeah, right? Ross, what, what are some fucked up names? Like, what was the NASCAR driver? Uh, Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. Yeah. He is a gentleman. Nothing but a gentleman. I believe he's passed, though, the late Dick Trickle. That guy it's, was driving up into his, I don't know, it, it was like 50s or 60s. He was... You know, he was a longtime NASCAR guy. And when I was working in Richmond, Virginia, they have a raceway down there. And I'll tell you, watching NASCAR TV on TV is like, you know, this it's the most boring thing ever. But when you go oh, to God. a fucking NASCAR race, that's like a Metallica concert. Oh, God, loud. I mean, the yep. crowd is out of fucking hand. <laughs> and the uh, 
first of all, they it's like the Grateful Dead because there is a caravan of friggin' RVs that in the middle, the NASCAR tour, and yeah, some are parked in the some get some some spaces in the middle for days. In Richmond, they they can't. Okay, but they're all around the outside in special areas, and they are partying for like three days straight. Yeah, you got, you got the qualifying, you get the truck race, you get the whatever the the mini NASCAR, and then you get the the real race. And these people, I, it was near the the local like amphitheater, like you know, Tweeter Center kind of or a yeah, yeah. community center. Great Woods, right? Yeah, Great Woods, right? So that staff was involved in when NASCAR was in town, also, and I knew all those people from working in radio down there, so they'd invite me down at night. And we'd get in the golf cart and drive around. There'd be bodies. It, some places it looked like a massacre. Like you get <laughs> like one in the morning, and those people have been drinking since eight. The pre- two days earlier, eight pre- two days earlier, right? And they're passed out all over their their like you know their Dale oh. Earnhardt patio they've set up with giant <laughs> threes all over the fucking place. Yep, they're just laying around like somebody walked in and shot all of them. They just passed out where they were sitting. I never, I never liked NASCAR. And like you said, watching it on TV is like fucking just sitting and doing this all day. And, and, and I went to one when I lived in Florida at Daytona, which is the motherland. And, and, and it was just that getting from Orlando to Daytona took fucking three weeks. It felt like. And then once you got there, that sea of people outside, and that's one of those racetracks where you could go in. And I was working at a, a rock station, that's much yeah. bigger than Richmond. That's a huge yeah. track. Yeah. It was, uh, I was working at a rock station, WJRR down there. So we were doing some on site things and I drove into that middle and it was like nothing I'd ever fucking seen. And then you could walk right up to the track, oh, yeah. which, which was fucking, you know, like this. And when those, and I'm like, this is such a redneck fucking thing. What am I doing here? When those engines started, I had a fucking heart on. I'm like, that's the concert part because they start the, <laughs> the world shakes. Jesus. And they, and when they, and they, yeah, everything vibrates. It's- and it rushes right by your fucking head. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is why they sit here for days getting shit-faced on Miller Lights. You're getting up to 200 miles an hour. I don't know about Richmond because it's small, but somewhere like Daytona, they get a straightaway. They're getting up to 200 miles an hour. And they're coming around. And, you know, I've been both in the middle in a media, you know, kind of environment yeah. and watching these pit guys work. And, and, and they're just amazing. But I've also been sitting in the stands. Next to a some guy with a beard wearing nothing but camo, with, <laughs> and, like, and know, a three tattooed to his neck. And I don't know if they still like do it now, but you could bring anything you wanted into this race. <laughs> yep. Coolers and stuff. There was a church's fried chicken right outside the raceway, the oh. best place to be. There was a line that was like four hours long <laughs> under the stand. And these were just benches. These aren't seats. These are like the old metal benches they had at the old sullivan stadium in foxborough and they, they bring their they bring their little ass chair you know which has a, a three on it of course or 24 for fucking whoever he was you no know, tied or whatever the fucking sponsor <laughs> is and they're chowing fried chicken and they're drinking beers <sighs> they're fucking giving each other hand jobs and this oh guy, whoa whoa i didn't see that you know those cars go by and you feel the wind that you see chunks of flaming rubber flying in the sky. And that's why they're always changing tires. Cause you're going right. 200 miles an hour. Those tires are disintegrating. Right. Like you got to come into the pit, man, or else you're just going to fly. So you leave the race with like what's in the air, exhaust, <laughs> burned rubber, beer, maybe semen. I don't know. And it's maybe semen. And, but it's like, by the end of the race, I'm shit faced. And <laughs> there's like, you know, there's a whole strategy about pitting near the end. You know, you got to get in the pit, get it done. And especially near the end, because it's, you got to be, you got to save your space. Right. Like, tires are disintegrating. You need gas, whatever. This guy was rooting for Bill Elliott. And I was like, sure, I'll root for Bill Elliott. I don't want this guy to stab me. <laughs> right. And, and he will. Yeah, and he will. Sure, he's got a knife on him. They weren't searching anybody. He's no, got, God, he's got no. a knife, a cooler, a beer, a bucket of chicken, and some BC headache powder. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's like, Bill's got to beat so-and-so out of the pit. Watch this. He's got to get – let's just go. All right, Billy, Billy. And he's like, yeah. And he turns and he looks at me, and I look at him. We hug. We hug. I'm like, yeah, he's going to do it. You know, it's it's. I'm hugging a man, a man <laughs> who's probably had his penis inside of an animal. <laughs> 
I mean, it's basically wow. the same thing as the Kentucky Derby, but no. just with engines. No, no, no. That's a no. that's like a total Chrissy Rich crowd. It's an elite, fucking rich boy. You know, actually, you know what Isaiah, the Kentucky Derby, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if they still do this, but from what I read, if you read, uh, if you read uh, Hunter Thompson's uh, The Great Shark Hunt, okay. that collection of his his short articles and stuff like that, he did one on the Kentucky Derby. He described the inner the inside loop of the Kentucky Derby, that's where all the real partiers were. Mm. Everybody's doing drugs and they're having sex out in the open. It's, kind of like, <laughs> it's just NASCAR with money. No, well, nah. and with more money. weird hats. Weird hats weird and those hats. little drinks. A whole, there's a whole like <clears throat> fashion thing and, and there's a standing and you have to be, a, there's like kernels and shit. It's not like NASCAR. NASCAR is definitely like a rock show. NASCAR and the fucking Kentucky Derby ought to come together like like in fucking Anchorman and and, and fucking fight. Boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's clear who's going to win that fight. Win. Probably the NASCAR people, because as Mike said, they have knives and their cocks have been in animals. They um, it's one of the best. I've been to two, four, no, four races. I've been to four races and uh, had a fucking awesome time at every one of them. And this was all because we said dick trickle <laughs> right <laughs> dick, dick trickle what are you doing and What's basically if, if you take if you take the cars away from nascar you just have hampton beach and that's oh god exactly yeah. hampton beach tried to pretty it up by putting some you know new pavement down but it's still fucking that is the center of hell yeah <laughs> you know you've got family up there so you've, you've seen it close i'm not saying your family's hell but you've been close to the hell line well yeah but i didn't notice it when i was a kid and i remember the first time i realized what a redneck was i tried to describe I, I went to a monster truck show at the dcu center yep. and i I, I came back home and my parents were like, so how was it? Because I went with one of my friends in third grade and I was like, everyone there kind of seems similar. And I was trying to describe it. And I was like, I don't know what it was, but like everyone just had like, they all seemed like they f would feel like pizza grease. And right. <laughs> I was They're like all trying to describe it. And, and they <laughs> smell the same. And oh, yeah. they, they all have weird beards <laughs> and they reek like Marlboro. I, I was like, they all just seem it. like outdoors people. <laughs> Yeah, right here. <laughs> is that you? Yeah. Smell like what malt. is that? What is in that sandwich? Uh, I was Chipotle. I'm, on, I'm still. I, I got to go back to the station and do work. I just came home to have lunch with my daughter, which is a great thing about working at the Pike now. It's just up. Yes, talk about that. You fuck. We'll get back to weird names after Dick Trickle. But how Mike is now full time morning yeah. show host on the Pike. Congratulations, buddy. Yeah. Now we can talk about it. Yeah, that's right. Now we can talk about it. Um. Yeah, it's awesome. I want to thank everybody, like the people who uh, used to listen to WAF. A lot of those people checked in and nice. spent a lot of love over over the text line and phone line and social media. And I just want to let all those people know, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for all. What's this. the text line at the Pike? It's uh, five zero eight seven nine nine Pike five zero eight seven nine nine seven four five three. So if you want to call in or text in, I am there in the studio live Monday through Friday. 508-799 Pike is the text or the, or the or the request line. You can text and call on that one line. Oh fucking money. Oh yeah, I'm writing it down because we're gonna start harassing you. Let's go. Yeah. So that's you know, good. Text anytime. And uh I uh I just finished up day three and I'm starting to feel good about it. I had Carrie on with me Monday on my first day, Mistress Carrie. I heard that. That was great. I had uh Kevin Barbary on with me this morning. That was a lot of fun. Man How's he doing? Voices. He's doing he's doing great. You know, he's doing voice work and he's, you know, like everybody else. He's just trying to get by, but he's he's yep. doing all right. And then uh, I just talked to John Osterlin. How the fuck? Yeah, Ozone. He's uh, Holy shit. I can't believe he's been in New Orleans for 13 years working. Where's in he working? He worked at a uh, conservative talk station for like three or four years when he first got down there. Yep. And then they uh, they let him go. And then they hired him at the classic rock station to do morning. So he's been doing that for a while. And he is, uh, he's doing great. He's, um, he's happy where he is. He loves new Orleans. Is that an intercom station? Yeah. 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 My friend Kat does middays. Oh yeah. Well, she's awesome. She worked with me at WHEB. So she probably obviously she's middays right after. How is John doing? I feel like John came on with, with you and Carrie and everybody the last uh, yeah. night of AAF. 
Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. on and, and, uh, Oh, he's, he's great. We talked about it. We, you know, it's been a year now since AAF went off the air. So that's the, that's, I kind of started on that same exact day. And, um, yep. he, uh, I totally forgot. He relayed a story. I forgot about it. So, you know, I asked him about, is there any one thing you can actually remember that shocked you or surprised you to, that you got away with and, or, mm. or that was just crazy. And he goes, well, God, there's so many. And it, it actually took him a while to think about it. <laughs> and I totally forgot at the one of the indoor beach parties up at the Songus Arena, which were always an awesome time. It was the one where Disturbed was a headliner. And then afterwards, he had gotten a room at the hotel that was next door to the Songus Arena. And then somehow a ton of people showed up over there and there was a huge party and the mm -hmm. whole police showed up and they arrested him. Oh. And uh, he got arrested and everybody was chanting ozone as he was leaving. <laughs> Stop the police. That's fucking total rock star level shit. Yeah, and he was saying that. He was like, you know what? That's what it was. That's what it was working at ozone. ozone. It was just like that was the life that we were living at that time. It was uh, and we thought it would last forever. Because when you're drunk and high, you think, you know, this is it. Um, yeah, this is going to be it forever. I'll never have a hangover. Really? <laughs> I can, yeah. All I need is another hour of sleep. I'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't we talk to him like a, a year ago when we were on uh, Denny Doherty's podcast? And he we did. Yeah. And then that was, I think, the last day that I saw anyone in person for yeah. like six months. <laughs> house it was yeah that was yeah exactly that was and that's when it all went down i think it was yeah because like, he was talking about like his his kids school just got canceled he was like they might be home for like two weeks <laughs> <laughs> two weeks that's funny so yeah well, and, uh it's been it's been great and um the people and you're fucking five minutes from the studio so mike lives in worcester you're a worcester guy on a worcester rock station which obviously you were before with af but you'd have to fucking drive to brighton all the time or downtown boston worcester. boston sucks but um fuck that this is uh this is right in the center of worcester i live like five minutes away if all the lights are green when it gets warmer, like in the summertime i'm just gonna ride my bike to work which is gonna right? be awesome Get out the fucking skateboard with the Misfits logo on the bottom and fucking cruise down the hill right past the DCU oh my daughter, center. My daughter wants to start trying to longboard, so I might try to do, do that. Do it. Which is probably because if she falls, she'll get back up and get on. If I fall, I'll break a hip and I'll be in a wheelchair for the rest. I'll of break a hip. I mean, that's just what happens when you get a little bit. And I'm I'm starting to feel that. I don't know if it's the becoming a dad thing, but now when I'm like down on the ground, it's an event to get back up. Like you I'm, almost I'm, were the other day when I talked to you. You said you you your foot went in a snowbank and you said your lower back. Oh yeah, out. I, pull, I, I pulled my fuck? back out walking in the snow. <laughs> just, I called I was, him. I called him. He's out walking his dog, Letty. And we're talking. Here. Oh, I'm like, I thought you were walking the dog. Did someone just punch you? He's like, oh, I fucking did it again. I'm like, what are you doing to the dog? And he's like, I stepped in it. I misstepped. I'm like, did you pop your ankle? He goes, no, I threw out my back. I'm like. Walking like in a straight line. And it was just walking like my the dog. snow was a little deeper in one spot than the other. Like, and Oops. I just, it was like that feeling when you think there's one more step. Oh, you do that like weird thing at the bottom. I did that two times in a row. And I was like, I might just be laid out for the rest of the week. I think that was where the phone call ended. He goes, I got to go. This is not going to be a good night. How old are you, Jim? <laughs> I will be 30 in August. Ugh. Look out. Oh. Well, then, uh, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, fuck you. I'm out of the car. It feels like somebody's ramming a hot steel rod into my fucking knee. So, <laughs> no, <you>. come on. <laughs> Your old body. You're not even fucking old yet. Jesus. <laughs> I know. I was, I was, uh, at our friend Lyndon Byers' house, um, yesterday. LB. He's, <laughs> He has like no hip and yeah. he's been like on his, uh, on his exercise bike, not like a Peloton or anything. It actually looks like one that he was, you know, riding when he was actually still playing for the Bruins. Oh, and really? he's, like, <laughs> he's got the arms that do this. Speedometer, like magnet. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, got a buzzer on it. A little bell and some tassels. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been riding that and he was like, oh, my knees are so sore. I'm just trying to keep the hip moving. And oh I was like, gosh. yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I started like talking about it. And I was like, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Never mind. <laughs> and he's like, you'll be fine. <laughs> every bone and muscle in his body hurts you've got like one disc in one back in every one place broken in his body all right oh. yeah 
God. But yeah, the, the job's going great. It's it's starting to feel really comfortable. And congrats, man. That's huge. You're making me feel really welcome and comfortable over there at the Pike. And I'm working with this guy in the morning, Adam Webster, who is just a machine. The guy is the morning guy. It's a cluster of stations. So it's us and it's WXLO and it's uh, Nash Icon, which is a uh, country station. So he does mornings on the country station. And he also does news on WXLO. And he does news for me, too. Okay. Morning. The guy is amazing. He's running from mic to mic to mic to mic to mic. Well, he, if he was allowed in the station, that's what he used to do. But now everybody's. Oh, it's all from home. True. He's true. remote, you know, and, and uh, I think the XLO morning show, Jen and Frank, they're, they're remote, but their producer, Kira, is still in there and she's great. Um, but he's, he's funny. He's a great dude. He just beat cancer. The guy is like, wow, unbelievable. I mean, he's like the opposite of what we were just talking about. <laughs> he's like, he's like the guy's so full of life, you know? I mean, he's just, he's got a second chance at it and you know, he does a great, great. You, know, you know, if you're listening in the morning, he's, he's really funny too. And uh, you know, after this week, we're going to start doing some features and things like that. And, and, uh, and focus more on the pike. This has been like old home week with AAF and the year anniversary and stuff like that. So yeah, but that's great. And people are dying for that. Or Worcester that lost AAF. I mean, where do you end up going? I mean, I don't know if ZLX comes in out there or you end up getting lost on Sirius well, somewhere. That's the but, thing. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing you're competing with Boston market stations like ZLX and 92.9 and HJ. Those, do those both come in in uh, all three of those come in in Worcester? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well okay. What's up and, and EEI and all that stuff, you know, but you know, I'm I'm loving it. It's awesome. Yeah, but Worcester you're, people are loyal. They're gonna find out that you're on the pike. More and more right. people are gonna realize, and they're all gonna be all pike all day. I hope. Right. I hope so. Worcester people are Worcester people are loyal. Right. So if you're if you if you uh, are good to them, you know, then they they won't smash a bottle over your head when you turn your back. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> so you're up against the Hillman Morning Show. Take them down. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, right. I'm gonna take them down. Okay. okay I'll hey, listen. Them. You know, I'll take care of that next week, Isaiah. No, All right. give it a year, but I'm just going to keep an eye. And then you know what? I'll take down Toucher and Rich, too, because <laughs> I can do that. Sure. Just me in the studio. You know, he, hey, I'm not. You know why I can't do that? Because he's got Danielle. OK, there's no way I'm taking down any show. With Maybe you. she goes to the pike. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Come on. No, the lady, the lady likes her lifestyle. It's not going to happen. She lives in she lives in fucking Swampscott. She is not driving to fucking Worcester. Well, most of all, she's got to take care of like eight dogs and seven cats and four gerbils and a ferret and an octopus and maybe squirrels, a, squirrels, squirrels, yeah, squirrels and stuff. So she, you know, she's half of her what she makes goes to taking care of those animals and right, you know. But yeah, I got I all that. But I'm just psyched to be working in radio again for real. And, and that's uh, good. I um hoping to have a lot of fun and and just. Uh, be part more part of Worcester. Which so now a, a few weeks ago, we were talking about how like ever since AF went off the air and during like coronavirus that you were like, it's been nice to like shut your radio brain off where you don't wake up in the oh. morning and you're like immediately like, all right, show prep and like things you're watching. <laughs> you're like, I should write this down. Are you getting back nice. into that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. You have to. Because it was nice. It was. I'm not going to lie. It was actually nice not being in radio for a while because I had forgotten what it was like to not live like that. Yeah. Because for 30 years of my life, from the day after I graduated high school till I got let go at AAF, I was in radio. Right. Everything show prep. I started interning. I was working college radio and part-time, you know, at a station in Pittsfield. Yep. And so for 30 years, I wasn't doing anything else. What station were you on in Pittsfield, Mass? Um, hold on a second. Mm. Is it is it is it? Well, there's only a cl cluster of Town Square media stations now. Hold on, I got. I think I got a little grizzle. Don't fucking choke on Chipotle on the show. They're not a sponsor. He's got. He, <laughs> Wait, he's not drinking beer now because he has to go back to his job. Yeah, he's just gonna <laughs> wash down his chorizo with his pond allergy. And this is only water. Shockingly, pond scum matcha from uh, Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks. Uh, I'm eating basically like my daughter right now, a Chipotle burrito and a drink from Starbucks. That's wow. how yeah, that's, that's that a, is that's a teenage a girl order. Yeah, I know. I'm eating like a teenage girl right now. 
I mean, tomorrow it's going to be mac and cheese from Panera. (laughs) Right. Like a teenage girl, but my body's going to react to it like a 52-year-old old fart. Oh, you're going (laughs) to shit yourself. You're going to get back to the studio and be like, well, I guess I'm going to christen the fucking new pike toilet. I'm going to shit through my nose. Um, you know what I do? One of the things I miss about AAF is the bathroom that was right across the hall from our yeah. our, 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 our last studio because it was like right there. I know. You know, it was like we finally had a, a program director that really got us. Private uh, bathroom. A general, made, a general manager that got us. And we had a bathroom <laughs> right. Right across the hall. Everything was good. Everything I was know. Good. It was, it was so well, nice to finally go into a bathroom and not have to awkwardly say, excuse me, to Kirk Manahan or like be like, oh, oh sorry. Right. <laughs> How's it going? Are, Good morning. Back in the day, are you John Dennis? <laughs> I like your. Penny oh, loafers. the only people we'd have to, you know, when I was in there on weekends or anytime I was filling in for you guys, it was like nobody else was there. The only other studio in the back hall of WAF was Magic. That was always weird. You'd be in the studio, I'd, I'd have like fucking, you know, the new Slipknot going on fucking ten, and I'd go out to the bathroom, and there would be fucking like John Denver playing in the hall because mm-hmm. they cranked Magic in the hall. I'm like, oh, yeah. just pump fucking Slipknot into the hall, would you, man? Yeah, they don't want to scare the clients, you know. There's nobody there on Saturday. Come oh. on, and no one ever came down there. But going back <laughs> to your point, Josh, that was nice. Oh, thanks. But you don't want you don't want the rest of this. You want me to have more pond scum? Oh, he's gonna fuck. He's gonna fucking shit sideways later. What is in that drink? Um, it's uh, matcha and I believe some cream and uh, whale sperm. Oh, and uh, it looks like melted army men. It's yes, the chocolate. That's exactly it, what it is. The chocolate starfish cleanse. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a bunch of these. <laughs> wow, and he has one handy too. So. Dude, Josh, I love the uh, I love one of the promo you licking the fucking on air thing, the promo picture. For- oh, they can't what? see that, but thank you. Oh, oh, they can't. Sorry. No. <laughs> I'm licking he's something. The, he's he's licking the on air like Josh was gonna be the overnight guy on AAF, two to six a.m. Baby. He suckered somebody into that. Yeah. Oh, he blew Joe. Let's be serious. You did what you had to do. Happen. It still could happen somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, you got to find program directors that are that are willing to go live, and that's what I like about. I mean, that you're, you're live. I, I don't know if lightning pike. will strike twice. So, well, I mean, <laughs> you never know. Strike, you never make, know. Make lightning strike. They uh, they could have you do overnights at Kayla. Hmm. Joshua is a religious name from the Bible. Yeah, and so is an Isaiah. But I mean, we oh, don't seem you. like we're we're in yeah, that. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going when I die. I'm going right to hell. <laughs> Direct shot. Boom. Hmm. I'm going to broadcast set up. You guys are all invited. Backstage passes in fucking hell. No, I'm retiring in hell. <laughs> You're purposely going there. I'm retiring. That's now not- it is hot there, but it's a dry heat. It's not like yeah, Florida. Right. It's just yeah. like Vegas. It's good for the lungs. Yes. Right. I was just looking at uh, I was just looking at Breaking the Ice podcast. And I fucking laughed my ass off the the la- what was it? <laughs> is that a picture of Mike? Go on breakingtheicepodcast.com and look at this fucking Mike Shoe's head on this fucking stud dude's body on the couch. <laughs> what? what did Nicole put up there? Go look, go look. Breakingtheicepodcast.com and look at that picture of Shoe. What fucking picture are you talking about? Can I do that while I'm doing this? You can go. Everybody else who's listening to this or watching this, go to Breaking the Ice podcast. You can uh, you can catch up on all of our episodes that we've been doing for oh my god year now. Look at that! Wow, it reminds me of like the George Costanza picture. Much better body on this cat. Look at that! <laughs> you're looking good, Mike. Was it right on the front page? Yeah, you're eating like a teenage girl, and look what it's Why doing to your body. Up, what is that up there? <laughs> well, who even made that? Is is this a Timmy Boom sauce? That's it. That that's a picture of that's that's you, Mike Shoot. That's you and your skimmies. Yeah, I wish. Right. If that, was, if that was actually my body, I would not be working in radio. I'd be no. making hundreds of thousands of dollars in porn. Oh, and without question. You're yeah. fucking cocked down to your knees banging all these chicks. Okay, now I don't know. Oh, are you showing it, Josh? Is that I am. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's fucking great. Um that, people- that seems like that's gonna be the next t-shirt. Um, I, th- <laughs> I knew you'd do that. I knew you would. 
what the fuck i'll buy six of those please it'll only take a year to get here but everybody who's checking this out breaking the ice podcast.com all sorts of stuff all of our episodes merch if you want to be a sponsor of the show we've got a ton of sponsors there's a sponsor page up there and uh thanks to nicole over at invoke media for for putting the site together i laughed my fucking ass off when i saw that picture <laughs> yeah yeah, that definitely. Can we make that a T-shirt, Josh? I think that would be a I big. Think, I, I think we could, and we we will have more merch up once I'm done. You know, putting together like bouncy chairs and cribs and being yeah. like, it's, you are it's, having it, a baby. That's yeah. Take, and take once I'm time. done hiding in my other apartment, I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah, never. she gotten pissed? never wake a pregnant woman was one of our episodes. <laughs> it was. What's that, you? Has she gotten pissed at you again about anything else? Um, I've, I've been tiptoeing, so, um, no, and I've, I've been spending a lot of time, you know, like putting up, uh, this, this is going to be the baby's room. It was my podcast room. Um, so but a little more, it's a little more echoey now. Yeah. And yeah. And you took down all of the uh, posters and the breaking the ice thing. And you yeah, have, I took down Steve-O's mug shot and a, yeah. uh, is that a peach colored MacBook you have there. Is that yours? It is. Yeah. Um, I Ooh, special my my other Mac broke and I just needed to get one and they said we have rose gold and I said that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just need the computer to work. Just like what Cardi B MacBook looks like. <laughs> it's like probably bedazzled or something like that. Actually, I'm getting this bedazzled next week oh, right nice. here. Just the Apple. As right you should there. just put a little breaking put this logo on it. Break. I'm nice. having a girl. I'm hashtag girl dad now, which right. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. You, you know what we were just saying about March? You, 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 oh, dude, you know what never showed up to my house? The stickers. Did, did you ever get any of those, Mike? Yeah, I got a ton of them. Yeah, I didn't get it. They, I don't know where the fuck those went. There we go. I need, okay. I mean, everyone got them, but you, Isaiah, I think you just got to move a little closer to civilization. And then no, fuck that bullshit. I'll stay right on the water. Thanks. But <laughs> let's check that out because when I get those, I'm going hog wild, sticking those things on every Dunkin' Donuts post I can find. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> every drive-thru i'm just gonna get an email oh yeah that's what we want <laughs> corporate could you please stop doing that no what we'll do is if they call to complain josh will will professionally say sure he'll send them a link to the show and they can come on the show and air their grievances or right. i'll just i'll just professionally ignore the email that's there also an option you know what don't do anything until you get a letter from a lawyer that's what i learned from uh larry Ooh. army and joe roche over there at army and roche yeah just doing it until you get the letter and then just stop when you get that, I mean, do it and say sorry later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So yeah. what I need to do is I need to hit every every Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's and Burger King fucking thing on the North Shore with breaking the ice. So let's uh, let's figure out where that package went. <laughs> People have been sending pictures. Of, uh, I mean, some of the sticker pictures have been disturbing. Um, no, and I've, I've, I've tried to put a few around myself, but I oh, I'm just so paranoid. I feel like someone's going to be like, hey, but. I don't fuck them. Who cares? Like <laughs> Mike said, until you get the note, the note from the attorney, you're good. Just do it until you get the letter, and then you can stop. Usually, yeah. it's the letter that makes them stop, and that saves everybody a whole lot of time and money. Didn't it's you send a bunch out to some people that DM'd you? So we encourage anybody watching that has the breaking the ice sticker, put them in fucked up places. If you go travel somewhere, if you yeah, there's not a lot of traveling that's going on, but whatever, you know, kind of do a like where's Waldo with the breaking the ice sticker, get one of these stickers and yeah. put it somewhere or, or hold it up at some famous yeah. place. And we'll, we'll feature you on the, on the show or. And we'll pick a winner and the winner gets the new Mike shoot t-shirt. Oh, really oh, is it? That is just torture. No, that's amazing. It's, it's, it's like that, that the best t-shirt I've seen is the, um, uh, who is the guy that played for the Seahawks, that face, that expression he had, when Malcolm Butler intercepted the ball at the one yard line in the Super Bowl, the Seahawks were about to win. Richard Sherman. Thank you. That, oh. that, that, that look of horror, they made a full body shirt of it. Yeah. That's what we got to do with Mike, that picture of Mike shoe full, like yeah. six pack abs. And there's Mike's Terrible fucking idea. scruffy face. That's an awful idea. I need to send this right over to Chuck perks at fucking, uh, at, uh, oh. at the pike and be like, dude, promote this show and look at that sexy man doing mornings. You, you know, if you have to, <laughs> go to court that'd be a great place to put up a breaking the ice sticker i'll do it i don't have to go to court yet but like, if i do guilty 30 days you're like okay thanks and as you're walking out just slap one on the wall before they shove you through that door just don't do it Man. at the worcester court they know me there oh. 
I Oddly don't enough, want to go back. I've been in there too. Oops. <laughs> yeah, but as a juror. Oh, okay. bullshit. You got busted for something somewhere along the line. Let's just say I've gone out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Don't fuck with that ankle bracelet. <laughs> uh, did I get taken into the Worcester courthouse in cuffs? I can't remember. No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No, I've never so, been busted in Worcester. So, not on Worcester. Natick? <laughs> what? Natick? <laughs> never heard of. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Oh, it's weird. It's weird. Nope. Mike's got to go. Got to go. <laughs> one time, one time, um, <laughs> I got a call from police at my house. Oh, that's not good. And they, I, I answered the phone and they asked me if it was me. And I said, yes. And they said, can I, it's one of you, is your, are your parents there? I want to talk to them. I said, okay. Mm. And they talked to my father and he goes, we have to go to the police station. Oh, fuck. Said, and he goes, did you put out a cigarette on some girl's jacket? Maybe. And I was in, this was, I was a freshman in high school. With that fucking mullet. Right. And I, really hadn't started smoking yet and i was like one i don't smoke and two i don't know what the fuck you're talking about and he goes well we have to go to the police station so i go down there it was seriously like the usual suspects <laughs> and it was like me and my buddy paul sanford and yep. uh my my buddy kenny levy and a bunch of other people that we all hung out together right i walk in and they're all there with their parents i'm like what are you doing here <laughs> we were hassling these girls i'm like i don't know what the, did you hassle any girls we're like no so what happened so the cops like you know were you here in this day and this day and we we actually were in the place they were asking us about and he goes you didn't talk to any girls you didn't see any girls or anything like that and i was like you know no we're all no and 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 so they kept calling these girls we we're waiting for the girls to come with their parents Oh, shit. To identify us. And we're waiting and the cops hassling us. I mean, he's he's jerking us. And finally, one of my friend's dads, who is just a tough bastard, said, hey, until we know this for sure, why don't you lighten up? Because <laughs> and this is a guy like <laughs> lifelong Natick resident, you know, yep. bullshit from anybody, you know, and a real townie. And yep. uh, and so the cop was kind of kind of laid off in there. And so basically, this is what happened. The girls never showed up. And apparently, they were smoking behind the friggin' Building 19 at the, uh, the 927 Mall there in Natick. Yep. Me and all these other guys, there was a way to cut through the back and go around. The, there was a stop and shop there. And there was a Brigham's there. And we always used to go to Brigham's and, like, get fries or whatever and just hang out. So we walked back there. They saw us. They panicked. They were smoking. They threw their cigarettes in a, in a bag that had their jackets in them. Oh. And there were cigarette burns on their jackets. And so basically what they said is, we went over there. We were smoking. We cornered them. And we burned cigarette holes in their jackets. Bitches. And, they, and first of all, they were in junior high. But they uh -oh. seemed to know all our names. Oh, boy. And so... When we were told that, that guy I told you about who told the cop to lighten up fucking just ripped into ripped into him and the other guys that were in the, the other cops that were in the room said, this is bullshit, and we want to press charges. And oh. All, oh, it was unbelievable. The guy was just going off, and finally his wife said, shut up. And then left and, and, um, but that was like the – that was the only thing that happened to me in Natick, okay? That was it. Uh, if, if, okay. Listen, as your attorney, I advise you to stop talking about Natick. It was mistaken identity. It was false <laughs> accusation. You know everything else. And we I move was, on. I was uh, uh, I was a pillar of the community in that that town. A pillar, a Mike Shoe and pillar. That's like Isaiah and pillar. Like Never that. put them together. <laughs> a pillar of weed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, gotta, I gotta go here soon, guys. Seriously, I gotta you'll go. like this one. This is relatable. Very relatable. There was a news story that fucking, and this would be the balls <clears throat> that they're they're looking into certain strains potentially or part of THC as uh, you know working on the, the inflammation of what COVID nineteen does to the lungs. Really? It has to do with yeah cannabis and COVID. And I'm like, I swear to fucking God, if after all this, just smoking a little fucking weed could have kept this away, right? Like really, go get fucking high or take a pill yeah. or something. That's you know what you'll never know because that's the last thing the pharmaceutical companies want you to find out is that you can grow if that's true and we don't know 
you know, it was on big boy. It was on, I was listening to BZ or something in the car and it was like, it, it was a story. It came out of Harvard. I'm like, those are real names. You know, that's the last thing the pharmaceutical companies want you to know. And I'll tell you they, this whole thing about being able to grow it in your house. They didn't want that happening either because well, it's fucking happening. So get on board. You're growing your own medicine. They don't want that. They want you to spend inordinate amounts of money and get hooked on their pills. Yeah. Okay. How else are they going to buy another Island? <laughs> their vaccine because the government paid them billions of dollars to do that and they don't want to lose any of that money if you can grow your own vaccine in your home can you we know? get that doctor back on the show because we haven't talked to him uh, e uh what was his name dr bernard bernard but what what's his handle? chubby emu thank you chubby emu yeah, chubby, chubby emu, emu. Let's get him back on because now now we're getting into we're getting into multiple variants. We can talk. Yeah. We can bring up the cannabis thing, and he he was fucking a great guest. We should have him on. Yeah, he's he was doing. He does all other stories too, like that guy who drank two gallons of coffee. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think Josh, you tried to do that when he came on. You're like, hold on, and you pulled out a pot of coffee. I I do I do drink about two pots of coffee a day still, and I'm always thinking about that episode. I'm like, <laughs> I, I that might have just been that guy was weak or something, or he was <laughs> pounding them down. Like you can't chug them; you have to spread it out over the course of a couple hours. Yeah, if you do it right, I'm probably just doing it wrong as usual. Yeah, that's all right. I'll keep that's trying, it. Josh. Yeah, it's it's right. not like it's not like Mike Shoe's boot, which I heard you talking about on the pike on your boot. your new morning show, drinking the boot on the show. Somebody called up. Oh, your yeah, it was Jimmy Donuts called up. <laughs> Jimmy boot. And I was like, yeah, it's a breaking the ice podcast. You can you can tune in there, and it's uh, there's a lot of swearing. Yeah, I just I just had it on in the background, and I, I I heard you talking, and I wasn't really paying attention at first, and then I was just like, is that my dad's voice on the phone talking oh, to Mike Shoe? <laughs> <laughs> well mike you gotta go mike is the new morning post on the pike listen oh look i hold on i wrote it down you can call or text him at 508-799-7453 congrats on getting the job brother we're gonna yeah congrats you. yeah thanks a we're lot pumped of yeah give it a listen give it a call you can listen on uh the pikefm.com there's also the pike app you can listen on the iheart app so if you if you're having trouble getting it in, I got a I got a text from Nantasket Beach this morning. Nice one from Plum Island and uh, nice. another one from Washington State. Somebody who had just moved out there, and and so I really appreciate you folks uh, listening and and all the really uh, really good words that you're sending my way and good vibes. So thank you very much, everybody. I appreciate and it. And request Pantera. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if we're up to playing that just yet. But <laughs> what's the heaviest song you've played since you've been in there, part time or the morning show? Um, at night they get they get pretty rocking at night, and I've played like some really good, you know, the Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, really comes yep. up. And um, like, can you throw on Unchained by Van Halen? That's a fucking oh, that's, awesome song. Oh yeah, they've always been. They've played. They've been playing stuff like that for a long time. Good, good. Well, what's the heaviest you think is out there now? Something like that, Unchained, maybe. Well, yeah, if I mean if you really want to get metal, I mean we play we're playing Dio, you know, okay. Sabbath. Nice. You know, so um you know, you may hear some surprises in the morning. Chuck uh Chuck Perks, who's the program director, another former WAF guy, he um you know, he loves his hair metal. He used to nice. airball on WAF way back in the day, so you know, we're we're discussing a hair metal feature and stuff like that. So you're going to you're gonna, the music is changing too over at the Pike. They're Good. Gonna, they're getting a little harder, you know, not too hard, not like harder, faster, hard. But, I was going to say, wait a minute. Are you bringing it back? Uh, baby steps, baby steps there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Just do like 11 o'clock on Saturday night. Who gives a right. fuck? You know, 11 o'clock on Saturday night, that'd be a good time for harder, faster. Right. Oh my God, dude. The world would yeah. fucking, Worcester would implode if you brought that back. Would, that'd be awesome. I would love that. But you know, baby steps. Let me see if I can actually, you know, make the morning show work. And then you we'll, will. we'll take it from there. Oh, it Listen, sounds like I'm, it's working. I'm, I'm checking up on you in a year because, you know, my adult job is buying advertising and I'm watching you and the Hillman morning show. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's no way. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, there's, yeah, come on. Hey, listen. He's got, he's every, everybody, everybody that you rattled off is fucking blah, blah, blah in the morning, which is an yeah. awful, but you're playing music and talking they're, and. Come on. They're also very good at what they do. Watch this. Watch this. You know, you know when they were really good when you were their producer. Look at this. Look at this. Come on. Shocking. Uh -oh. Isaiah's trying to start shit. I mean, uh -oh. someone's going to clip this. Ken Laird and Curtis do a great job in there with that show. Yeah, Daniel. Clip this. And you know what? I love Wiggy. He's awesome. So yep. great. Yeah. Mike Shue is coming for your fucking lunch. I'm not. 
I'm not. You I, are. I have my lunch and, right and here. And Toucher and Rich, you got fucking nothing, Toucher no, and I'm Rich. Not. I've got. I went to Chipotle, uh, Fred, and uh, so I. Don't. Carlson and McKenzie, you're no. fucking going down. I'm not taking their lunch. I've got. <laughs> no, you're taking their lunch money. Here comes I'm Mike not. Shoe in the morning. Please Mike stop. on the pike. Let's no, go. Please, please stop. Please. No. No. Stop. No. This is the fucking promo. <laughs> Oh, the Hillman Morning Show's going down. I mean, Mike Shue just has. Oh! And there, there, I was just gonna say he's gotta go. And he's just gonna leave. You gotta have fun with it though. That's fucking awesome. That out. Yeah, just put the put the racist cock over that one. And we're back. Okay. And hopefully and this new camera you. setup worked and it it all lines up and everything. So yeah, I was trying to see what you were doing. You've got audio coming on one, and what are we doing? Is it what is that camera? Is this your phone? Yeah. So the yeah, yeah we're we're looking here. It's more of a, a clear picture, I think. And then hopefully the I, I was the testing it coming through another channel, right? Yeah, that's that's coming through the the board. So they can't see you licking the on air thing. No, they can't see that's that. <laughs> I'll throw it up there so they know what you're talking about. That's fucking great. I forgot about those promo pictures. They're like, hey, let's do these promos. You're going to do the show. We're going Christian. What? I, I, I completely forgot that I like made a post last year and I, I posted it on my Instagram about how I was like two weeks ago, I accepted an offer to do my own show, which to all of your questions, yes, I was shocked about that we're going <laughs> off the air. <laughs> yeah, I was a little shocked. And yes, yeah, I remember that post got a fucking ton of hits. Oh yeah, a lot. That was a juicy one. What yeah, do you think that, the biggest post you've ever put out on 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 not at not Josh Dolan? The biggest post I like, got I guess likewise and views or whatever the fuck. I think um maybe I, some of the stuff I did with the Bruins in the locker room, those got yep. some pretty good hits, but I think the biggest ones would probably be once AF went off the air and I realized yeah. Like I knew I had a good amount of followers on Instagram, but I didn't realize that they were all real people. <laughs> like right. it, it just becomes a number at some point. Like it, it used to be an obsession where I'd be like, all right, get to a thousand, now get to 5,000. And then I, I wanted that K. I was like, get over 10,000. So it's right. 10K. And then I, I got over that. And then after that, it was just like, well, it's a number. It doesn't fucking matter. And then once AF went off the air, those thousands of people started DMing me and I was like, right. Oh my God. And then I made that post with this picture on it. And that right. got probably the most like it, people like sending it to other people. And like, it, it definitely got my most engagement. And I think when you have a business account, you can look at the insights and it was right. something crazy, like 40 people, 40, 40,000 people had viewed that post Holy shit. and okay. I was, I was like, Oh wow. And then I think the other one would have been, um, uh, probably when I announced my daughter. Yep. That one fucking rocked baby. So whenever your radio station's going off the air or you're having a baby, those are just the keys to getting a lot of traction on social media. What? So I'm just going to keep having kids and keep getting fired from stuff. Or put your fucking <laughs> right. Or put your, put your fucking famous. I think the best one that I put up, it was just random. It was a picture of me with Joey Kramer from Aerosmith. I, Cause I had done some stuff with his rocking and roasting. Oh, that was my uh, other one with uh, Tom Hamilton from Aerosmith. Right? So it like just get, oh, apparently yeah. people like Aerosmith. <laughs> Go meet Aerosmith, get fired from your radio gig and have a baby or have a baby girl. Right. Good fucking times. All right, kid. I got to jump. Good show. Hey, um, did I disappear? There we go. No, just to be clear, Mike shoe is on the pike and he's taking down all the morning shows around HJY, EEI, ZLX, 92.9. You're mm -hmm. fucking going down. I mean, it's just, it's not even, it's, <laughs> it's not even competition. Men so. against boys. Mike Shu is back. Mornings on the pike in Worcester. You don't have a fucking chance, Toucher and Rich. I mean, wait till Mike Shu gets mad. Just watch some old episodes on this. He gets angry. He gets pissed <laughs> and, he, and he jumps off when he, he's like, oh, and me and you were coming done. to you for Felger Maz. All right. Oh. I mean, we're not even on the radio or up against you, but we're just fucking coming for you. <laughs> we're listen. We're fucking working on negotiations with someone to take you down, Felger. Right. We're, <laughs> we're working with Dave Portnoy. Oh, <laughs> Dave we're, Portnoy doesn't like EEI. Wow. No. Ooh. <clears throat> so on that note, know, on that note, we're working with go. El Prez. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya.
by the way, this is take number 75. Breaking the Ice podcast is brought to you by Garage Doors Plus. Uh, Chris Riggs from Garage Doors Plus has been with us since the beginning, even before the beginning. He was with us in the prequel. He was with us on WAF. He was a loyal WAF sponsor. He was there the night with us when WAF went off the air, and he continued on with Breaking the Ice podcast. He's just, you know, he's he's like a Labrador. He's loyal, and he's good at what he does. He, he's not going to fetch for you, but he will put in a quality garage door and he will give you a good quote on one. So go to gdplus.com or call 617-458-1148. Yes, I just read that. I should have it memorized by now, but I don't. I don't because Chris Riggs is not going to be mad because he knows what he signed up for. He's, he just signed up for a bunch of C students who just figured it out. Um, or we're still trying to figure it out, but go check out Chris Riggs at Garage Doors Plus. He's been fueling this podcast, this madness, um, since the beginning, and we're so happy to have him on board. And you can check him out in our previous episodes on BreakingTheIcePodcast.com. Speaking of BreakingTheIcePodcast.com, we got to give a huge shout out to Invoke Media Group. Uh, Nicole at Invoke Media, just like Chris Riggs, jumped on as soon as WAF went out the air. She jumped on board and she was like, let's get this going. And she made us, uh, we've said it a bunch on the show, she made us look like we know what we're doing. And it, I mean, that's just an understatement. Uh, if if you have a business, a, a, a business, if you got a business... <laughs> If you got a business that you're trying to friggin' get out there, I don't know why I just fell into that accent, but go to <laughs> go to invoke-media.com or call 617-606-1448. Um, or, I mean, from this little icon that I can see, you can fax her, <laughs> which is 774-314-8711. So just... Just go send uh, Nicole from Invoke Media a fax of her butt. Of, of <laughs> I just, I can't. This is the last take I'm doing. This is the last take I'm doing. Go reach out to Nicole at Invoke Media. I got the giggles tonight, and there's just no cure for him. Also, we got to thank our other sponsors um, from Wolfpack Coffee. Wolfpack Coffee is veteran-owned. Um, and veteran run and it's run by run and owned by our buddy Matt um, and he's just he's also been feeling this fire with um, coffee from Wolfpack Coffee. dude it's like I thought Dunkin Donuts or I don't know if I can even say them in this ad but I just did um, I thought Dunkin Donuts Starbucks they had the best coffee that's why they were on top wrong I haven't really I don't think I've been to Dunkin' Donuts since coronavirus started, since this podcast has started, because I have my Wolfpack coffee now. You guys gotta try Wolfpack coffee. You're probably like me. You're probably like me, and you're like, no, I like my Starbucks. No, I like my Dunkin' Donuts. But, dude, if you just try some real coffee, your life will change. Your life, like, Wolfpack coffee, brew Wolfpack coffee at home, completely different story and you'll have a ridiculous podcast so go to wolfpackcoffeeusa.com drink it and tell me i'm wrong and we just got to give a big shout out to two of our other sponsors bridgewater state university yeah a university a unif bridgewater state university the state and the university um, they are a huge sponsor and a supporter of this podcast. Um, so thank you to them for putting their academic credentials on the line for us, as well as Holliston Meadows Pet Resort. My dogs and cats have been going there for years, and Holliston Meadows is so exclusive, they only take pets. 